So, this is Manborg. Shame you're still just a man, though. Do you look forward to being pulled apart piece by piece? Uh-huh. I saw you protecting your friends in the arena. Would you like to see them begging for their lives? <laughs> they are just as helpless as you. Yeah, great. Yes, super great. Execute the remaining prisoners. No, except for prisoner number seven. Shadow Mega is one of our finest creations. A hybrid like you. She'll show your friends what pain really is. Huh. But you, you will be saved for when he returns. Oh, yeah? No one will be able to stop what the Count has become. Even you will beg for his mercy. Yeah. No, not like this. That's yeah. how I'm starting off, dude. Nice bit, dude. Nice bit. Oh, man, Borg, man. What did you do to me? Wow. It honestly, dude, this movie kind of hits really close to home personally because it just fucking feels like those student project films we made. Uh, Some for sure. Something about it, though, is super cute, in my opinion. I just love, like, you know, how young you feel that Steven is in this, Kostansky. He's definitely a. In his, what would you say, learning phase of directing? Well, that's why I'm confused, because this was not his first one. Oh, it, no, which I think, honestly, his first film was good, right? Well, like, actually, I haven't like, seen Like, well compared to this? You went behind my back and watched Father's Day. I haven't seen that. I didn't watch Father's Day. Oh, you didn't? Oh. No. No, no, no. I watched Man... I was watching Manborg. Oh, oh yeah, okay. guys. By the way, yeah, we couldn't find Rottweiler. It's just not oh. real. It's like Slenderman Origins. We forgot to say. So, we're doing a... Uh, the iconic Manborg from 2011. That's just become a bit, though, to be honest. We've renounced a uh, movie, <laughs> and then we don't do it. But we couldn't find it. Like, yeah, I, I want to really, see it. Dude, the fucking synopsis of Rottweiler was so dope. Futuristic 2005 Spain and this fucking Terminator dog hunting this you know European. What? I need to look up if there's a VHS copy out there. I just you need to buy to. one, man. Yeah. You gotta watch it at home. Now, that would be fucking sick. Amazing. But it would also be really, uh, I want to say, uh, alienating to a lot of people because it's like, oh, bro, if you ain't got the VHS, you don't know what we're talking about. No well, that's clue. the same. And I think we got to do the same for this because I'm going to go on a limb and say pretty much nobody's going to go watch Manborg and listen to this. So we might have to give some backstory. I think, though, honestly, if you like Steven Kostansky... Or Kostansky, and like you've been watching his stuff. I feel like you'd go back and stumble upon Manborg. At least Manborg is on like YouTube, on like Rottweiler. I can't believe I bought this, dude. Yeah, I mean, I bought it. <laughs> we both, we dude, both we're, bought it. We're Kostansky stands. <laughs> you even we're, more so. A, li a little bit, yeah. He's got me fanboying. But like, yeah, this movie definitely. Jordan, how would you how would you describe this movie with like a single word? Uh, well, make it two. Well, a few. I would say <laughs> I got a few, but I would say the longest porno movie ever. Wow. I would say the longest video video game cutscene ever. Um, a short film that went on way too long as well. Do any of those <laughs> line up? 
Yeah, I, I got one. Uh, build up to Biocop. Oh, have you seen Biocop? You you see it in the uh, what's it called? The end of the movie, <laughs> dude. I'm not gonna lie. You're probably gonna have to carry this. No, no, I watched it. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I thought you were like I skipped to the end just to watch Biocop. I didn't watch this. Um, I might as well have not <laughs> watched it, but I f- I fell in and out of love with it. It's just long. It and it and took- it's short. Yeah, and it felt really long. It felt really long for how short it was. But I like get what they're like. It's very when you say um like group Cute. project film. Yeah, mm-hmm. that um it's also like you see that like it is artistic though, very much so. It's like it's a um it's a style. Like the whole thing is so stylistic and it's funny. Like, you see all that stuff in here. So, like, I'm going to hate on this a lot, but I'm also mm-hmm. prefacing this saying, like, I don't hate it. Blanketing your fall for all the yeah. hate speech you're spreading right now. There's a lot of unique shit in this. It's just a lot. Like, when I say... It's like... the he- It's almost like heavy metal in a way. Like, it's just so much, like, for an hour. To, yeah. It's a lot. I, honestly, going into this, I really... I. I didn't watch a single trailer, right? I went. I was going into a blind because honestly, at they first, this is just going to be like a blind watch. Like I was just literally going to watch it because I saw it right when we did the void, and I'm like, oh shit, I want to watch this on my free time. And we couldn't find Rottweiler, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it, get out of jail free card. Use a Manborg, and I probably should have just stayed like a personal watch. But I, I like really <laughs> knew nothing of like what to expect. I was thinking it was going to be like Power Rangers meets Doom, where it's just very goofy, like. 2011 like you know higher quality kind of like independent film this dude just fucking shit up which is a lot of shit getting fucked up you know a lot of uh nazi space hell vampire thralls getting blown up by fucking manborg number one man dude i mean the cast is a little bit iconic like the characters in it i think oh yeah they're pretty silly goofy that's what i'm saying it's not like it's not a bad movie it's just like it's something that it's just like a lot. You know what I thought about this? Hmm. Uh, maybe this is like a final thoughts thing, but in general, I was like, this would be such a good movie to have on at like, like a party and just like have playing on the background <laughs> without even sound, like, because it's just oh, like crazy. There's just so much stuff. Yeah, and it's just like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> but it's it, also honestly funny. the movie for me, like personally, and this is also kind of like a final thoughts. It it felt like a movie that if you were a part of it. And, like, you were, like, in it, filming, making it. Like, I feel like you would enjoy it so much more because it's kind of, you go back and laugh at it. And, like, yeah, we did that. That was such a goofy time. Like, kind of a memory movie. It is a very goofy time. I Mm -hmm. feel like it probably, I think they put a lot of work into it, though. Oh, definitely. With the resources they had, like, you could tell. This is super low budget, but, like, um, they put a, yeah, it's just a lot. They put a lot of work in. Like, there's still the practical effects. And in the animation, we see a lot more of the actual 3D stop motion animation, which is yeah. incredibly impressive, honestly, it to really be able is. to even do that. Because that was all Stephen Kostansky. The legend. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a few little brief rundown. Um, it was released 2011. It is not anywhere to stream like for free that I know of. It's just on like you can rent or buy it on YouTube and Amazon. Yeah. Mainstream um, platforms. It's only an hour and 10 minutes. Well, not even because you got to think Biocop plays, so it's even shorter. Wait, so I missed that then. You're you saying that's Bio after Cop? the credits? 
Is that after the credits or did I? Yeah, that's a, that's after the first credits and then Biocomplex. Oh, I didn't watch after the credits. <gasps> you didn't watch it? No. Dude, oh, you fucked up then. It's so funny. It's really funny and it's so weird to see like the dip, like the huge difference between Biocop and uh Manborg. Really? Yeah. I wonder if that was in my copy because you saw it on YouTube. Mm, I saw it on YouTube. What did you see it on? But Amazon? Yeah, but you actually you have the legit one. It wasn't just someone that posted it. No, yeah, I had the yeah, like I bought, I okay. rented the uh title. Yeah, dude, it's uh Damn. what's it called? Uh, you, and but, I know specifically because once the credits hit, <laughs> I remember pause, I had it paused on the credits, so I screwed up then. Ah, uh, dude, you fucked up hard then. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah no, because uh, that's like the best bit from Psycho Gorman is the BioCop too. Yeah, no, because that's literally the entire character for the. Because it's like a, I think it's about like a five to ten minute short film. And that thing, whole the whole thing is there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I messed because, up hard. because it. it I mean, I guess I won't spoil it, but the whole kind of like buildup of it is like it's a trailer oh, that's for cool. the movie. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, Damn. because remember at the very beginning, it's like stay tuned for like a special announcement at the very beginning of Manborg, right before the movie actually plays, before it does like the whole, uh, I guess like title sequence for like crediting director and everything else like that. They do that kind of like straight to DVD, or like that DVD or like VHS special where it's like, oh, stay tuned for like upcoming movies. Oh, I don't even Bio remember that. There. But I also like, so I don't even think we've talked about it. Astron 6 is specifically, they're the ones who do all these movies like uh, Psycho Gorman and um, what else? What For The Void. It's a collective mm. of them. And I didn't know, realize that it's specifically... Like they are specifically for eighties movies. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, like I, I could style. definitely get that aesthetic. Yeah. I, I don't for know. Sure. The void is a little bit different, though. It's probably definitely like grounded and like realistic eighties, not like neon synth, like right. synthy kind of like vintage look. It's like real, which is also really dope. Yeah, but still, eighties mm. vibes a little bit. Nothing. Oh crazy, yeah, definitely. I, I guess like I don't know why I didn't put that together. Like, oh no. That is their thing. That is Astron 6. They are specifically mm. trying to make like 80s movies. And each one has its own flair. Yeah. Psycho Gorman got more into... Well, this had sci-fi too, but this was like a lot of kung fu influence. Oh, in it. It, it was just super like almost like home movie level of like just I'm fucking karate fighting robots, vampires, like zombies held, spawns, shit like that. It's hard to tell what came first. The um, it is low budget, realistically, like what they did, but also mm. somehow like captures a low budget movie from the eighties really well. And I mean low budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. It's hard to tell how much was intentional, but like, man, they put a lot of like uh, style in this. <laughs> like it's off the wall. Yeah. And like technically everything that's like C like CGI'd and stuff, like the background and everything, uh, was all like handcrafted by Steven Kotstansky. See, that all looked uh green screen. The whole movie looks green screen to me. Pretty much it is. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a couple taglines. Yeah. Oh shit, there's taglines for <laughs> there's this. There's taglines, baby. Oh my god. What what are they? Revenge is back. <laughs> right. Okay. It's never too late. Dot 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 to be the hero. Oh, that's what he says in the movie. <laughs> that's right. And Fuck. the synopsis is Left for Dead, 
after the ultimate battle for freedom against the unstoppable forces of hell and the personification of evil, Count Draculon, miraculously... Huh? Oh. Miraculously, a young soldier undergoes a remarkable technological transformation, now resurrected as Manborg, a deadly hybrid of flesh and metal, the courageous defender has to team up with a handful of brave freedom fighters and do the unthinkable. Wage war on Count Draculon and his feared right-hand man, the Baron. Will Manborg fulfill his destiny and rid humankind of the demonic adversary? Stay tuned. That's a long-ass <laughs> tagline, dude. Holy shit. Well, we got to give him a little bit more because, like I said, I don't know how many people are going to watch this. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty much spot on, though. Well... I'm glad we can say this now because you don't know if this was their only movie, but we can definitely welcome these bitches to primetime. Oh, fuck yeah. They get their moment in the limelight. This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Welcome to primetime, bitch. We don't have any budget information, but I would like to guess... What do you think? I'm thinking a couple thousand. Couple thousand. Yeah, I mean, I couple thousand. I cannot see it being more than ten thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. It's that anything else would be generous. And to be fair, though, another thing that I feel like what Manborg is is like a really good like built like a really good like building stone for showing off just how well. Uh, Stephen Kostansky and uh, Gillespie. I forgot uh, his first name. Jeremy Gillespie. Yeah, Jeremy Gillespie. It shows off their ability to like create like prosthetics and like makeup design and everything else like that for like some of the like random side characters you see on the street. Like a lot of it's reused, obviously for budget reasons. But you like specifically when they break out of, uh, I think the arena or the citadel, and like you just see that one guy. Uh, like just chewing like gum or whatever with the like pure red face and it's just tendons and flesh and stuff. And he's wearing like a hoodie, and like there's a whole bunch of other like side characters and like little dubious creatures that like you just see that are like really intricate and like unique. So I think it's a really good kind of like showcase of their skills, kind of like a um, what do you call that? Like not a res. Oh fuck, I forgot the term. Well, well honestly, you can't get a psycho Gorman or like the void. With without having this kind of like yeah start work for yeah without this kind of start because mm-hmm. that's those are, rely so heavily. I mean, I guess unless you literally just hire the best, you know, special effects people and practical effects people, but mm-hmm. no one's going to do that if they're a trying to make a lower budget movie because all those movies still are low budget. Like you wouldn't be able to make something that amazing on a shoestring budget. Unless you are literally, like, these guys actually are really, like, accomplished FX people. So, it's pretty impressive. And so, you know, you see the the beginnings. And it's only a few years later from this that they go. I mean, it's been, like, 10 years total from this to Psycho Gorman. It's pretty cool. That is crazy, yeah. A lot of movies in between. Um, So, we got no... I got no gross information, nothing like that. Uh, like we said, it is written by Jeremy Gillespie and Stephen Kostansky and directed by Stephen Kostansky. 
Uh, I got. I mean, the actors are uh, few and far between of anyone actually notable. But you have Adam Brooks as Doctor Scorpius, the dad from Psycho Gorman, also a part of Astron Six, mm-hmm. and Connor Sweeney as Justice, who's great. He's like the Australian brother in this <laughs> little creature. Yeah. yeah. Do you say preacher? Creature. Oh, yeah. They're all like little creatures in my head because it's all like super futuristic sci-fi. So, you know, I don't know what the fuck they're made out of, but. Man, it's just like, I don't know. It's hard to watch. Unchanneled raw 80s energy. Yeah, like the team up. And it's it's such like a kid team. It's such like a make-believe, like, you know, like playing with your action figures, like a culmination, like, oh, I got Transformers and G.I. Joe, fuck it, like Dracula. It's just su- something about it is like so like cheeky and just oh, it's like cheeky. It's so out there and outrageous. It's so, If it wasn't so self-aware, it would be cringe. But like, Oh, yeah. It is very self-aware, but it's just so much for an I hour. Lo- some of the jokes, some of the line deliveries I-, I thought were like great because of just like how they either intentionally or unintentionally, like, I don't know, I guess portrayed that kind of, like, line. Oh, it's all very specifically, huge spoiler, you know, for anyone that's super dying to watch Manborg, but uh, at the end, <laughs> when the fucking computer program scientist, I even forgot his name, and then his brother shows up. Dr. Scorpius, bro, dude. What's up? Dr. Scorpius. Yeah, Dr. Scorpius, thank you. <laughs> Dr. Scorpius is like, I have a friend to show you, and it's like his bro back from the old war, right? He's like, hey, bro, it's me. I died, remember, in the beginning? And he's like, yeah, there's no heaven. Yeah. And then Manborg's just like, there's no heaven? And then like the Australian dude, uh, Connor Sweeney's just like, yep, just relax. <laughs> I like, also thought, uh, what's his name? The guy who is playing, is it the Baron? That's like the... That's uh, Jeremy Gillespie. Wait, what? Yeah, that's him. He plays the Baron. Wow. He, AKA the Doctor in uh, Dead by Daylight. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I thought that too. I was like, mm. hey, now we you know, know where Dead better, by Daylight you know, got it from. Astron 6 better start fucking throwing some cases out there. Yeah, getting Just them saying, checks. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, that guy was hilarious, though. Is I really, Jeremy? yeah, he was a very funny character. Because they make him like this evil overlord, but he's like constantly, he's like, Trying to hit on the girl. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Is she Mina? Mina. Meredith yeah. Sweeney. But he's like this awkward guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wish I could remember some of his lines. They were cracking me up, though. Every like, line delivery. I love his final line with uh, number one man. Because he's like, what like what possibly human, like, um, or like what possibly human, uh, not downgrade, but just like setback stopped you from becoming one of us. And he's like, let me guess, was it love? And he's like, yes. And then he's like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, he, gets, he gets really upset about it, yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's I don't fucking know dis- like, literally fried to a crisp. That's so cool. That's Jeremy Gillespie, though. I had no idea. Yeah. I. It was funny because the character was like, played in such a way where I'm like, I feel like, because I, I was dead-ass expecting uh, Kostansky to make like a cameo, but his brother did, apparently. Has he not done a cameo in any of these? I don't think so, no, but his uh, his brother played Little Man. I don't even know what he looks like because I followed him on our Instagram and I still don't, I don't think he has any pictures of him. What, Mike? Mike Kostansky? No, no, Steven Kostansky. 
I followed all the boys on there, all the Astron Six, but most of them don't have any social media. Yeah. Which I'm like, damn, these dudes are off the grid, just making great Canadian shit. Well, I mean, that's honestly all we got for uh, <laughs> all, prime all time. The characters, yeah. I mean, the cast is pretty dope. Oh, yeah, uh, humble beginnings. I'll say that. Definitely, yeah. No, and it's cool though too because a lot of these people that do play in like the major pro tag group, they're in like you know Father's Day, the editor. I know. Other I d- I'm trying not to talk about it because I've already seen it. So yeah, yeah. we'll I, say I we'll see, see, see we'll see these people <laughs> again. That's all I'll say. Um, I am an Astron Six ride or die, dude. Stan and I, yeah. Well, I'll say I gotta I gotta focus on Manborg. Um, <laughs> let's talk about some black cats and goblins though. Shit, uh, there's not many in this. Not a lot of black cats nor goblins. It's the future, bro. They're all gone. How dare you? <laughs> How dare I? Well, actually, I do want to really talk about the opening because it's <laughs> nuts. The war scene, like Saving Private Ryan style, almost. <laughs> that dude, one hundred. That threw me all the way back to fucking film class. Like you're literally outside your own backyard. So much like the filter that you put because you didn't have like a, um. Oh, I actually forgot what it's called. When you put a filter on your lens to make sure that it's not overexposed. I want to see an AD filter. But when you have to digitally filter out the overexposure, and so you put it to like black and like white, mixed with all those like post effects, like just explosions, gun sound, the like generic, like almost want to say clip art slap, like. But for some reason, though, it's even though I know. They made this for like literally nothing. It still feels like weirdly intentional. Maybe it's just because of the style they're going with. I think, well, I think honestly, because they were so self aware that like we can't make it great looking. So just fucking ride it. Yeah. Just they, ri- like, ride the whole like cheesy effect look. That whole, like, I don't even know. Was that just, it is a green screen, I think, that they're using in the opening, but it looks so like. I don't. I have no idea. Like I'm not knowledgeable enough to even call it what it is. But it's like it's almost like the old like the old movies, like the old like movies from the 50s and 60s, where like yeah, you have, have B roll backgrounds yeah, playing in the background. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's definitely what they did. I know that's what they're doing, <laughs> but like the way so they did more. it, like I don't know. It's so it's like funny. I don't like. I don't even know. I just really liked it though. Mm-hmm. Even though it's like wait. What the fuck is going on? It's, it's a so lot to much. take in. Yeah, it's a lot. But the opening was crazy though, dude, because I did not expect the like uh uh what is it called again? I, I don't want to say like a uh, title is it title card when they actually show the like the title of the movie and it like Yeah. That that's when they end the opening normally, right? I was yeah. surprised by that title card. I'm like, oh my god, that was just the fucking opening. I thought we were just jumping straight into it, no fucking title card or anything. Cause well, it was I'm trying to think what of what it was. Because is that when you still have like the vampire guy come out and stuff? Oh, dude, it's like after Draculon fucks up Manborg and like he gets dragged, Manborg gets operated on and like he wakes up, he breaks out. And then that's when like the title card pops up. Let me let me see how many minutes. I'm pretty sure it's like 10 to almost. I want to say five to 10 it minutes. It probably just felt like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His like brother dies or something or like. Is that his brother? 
his brother dies in the opening. <laughs> yeah. They all basically brother. just get absolutely wrecked. But they like maybe it's just that self awareness that they like just go so hard on the cheesy factor that it like I don't know, it's so funny, but I'm also like at the same time like what in the fuck? Like the first it's like <laughs> jarring. Yeah, it's like what am I in for? It's fucking bonkers, man. Seriously, but it, it's it is a style. It's though. so engaging though, too, because you're like, what the fuck am I getting myself into? Like you're just curious to see what happens. It is a like I just don't know what it is, but I know I've seen that before in like movies. I just don't know what the reference is that they're doing it from. Like especially like th- this is towards opening too. I think where like they have like a motorcycle ride and stuff, and like. Mm. That feels so much like something. I just don't know what. I, I feel like it's some kind of like Japanese anime thing that they're going for. I don't know. There's a lot of Kung Fu influences. Oh, I know. Kind of almost like, not really anime, but like Blade Runner-esque. Like but through like, the city. Like, yeah. But not Blade Runner. Not high budget. It's like a very specific Well, style. yeah. No, 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 no. Not like that. But like. Almost like Psycho Gorman is to Power Rangers. There's something like specific <laughs> I feel like it's pulling from. I just can't think of what it is that I've seen. Yeah, okay. it's almost like animated. From what I've seen, I, I haven't mm. seen much anime Naruto. Uh, Naruto. I don't think we have to cover the scary factor in this movie. It's fucking terrifying, downright shit filling. They don't try to be scary though. I'll say that. Yeah, I think they just try to be cool. I definitely like dude. Funny. The fucking the big bad, the final boss, Draculon. He's pretty fucking cool. Like he's like. Makeup wise, although that's the one that's a big genuine complaint though I do have is like because of the like whole aesthetic that they're riding on, we're super low budget eighties, like you know, like home movie. You can barely see like how good the makeup looks on Draculon. Well, here's where the movie switched for me, where I was having mm-hmm. less fun. Was I started watching this on my phone. Oh shit! Yeah, and it looked a lot more. Um, I obviously it looked sharper, low budget, but yeah, it just looked like uh, way more intentional. When I had I switched it about like maybe thirty minutes in, maybe even less. I switched it to the TV. This does not work on the TV for some reason. Yeah, I same here. I was watching it on my phone at the beginning, and then I switched over to my computer, and it was like wow, <laughs> I could not see anything. Well, I could just see like all the. It looked so much more low budget for some reason in the TV resolution because I could just see, like, um, what's his name? The guy that looks like Doctor, the Doctor, um, the Baron. Oh, yeah, the Baron. He looked actually good on my phone, but for some reason when I switched to the TV, I could see, oh, it's just like a mask. Yeah. So I don't know what that does to change the lighting or the resolution or something, but it kind of screwed it up so i would it's probably it's like the only movie hdr yeah th- like high I, definition uh color yeah you just see all the holes i'm like maybe this is the one movie i recommend watching on your phone <laughs> true true um but you know i don't know how much of it there was but we do get a you know delve into a little bit of that corn shirt there's a fuck ton of that so yeah we gotta get into it i'll be the judge of that Mm-hmm. I wonder if all this blood is just corn syrup, you know, like these characters are walking around with just corn syrup in their veins, you know? Let's get a shot here. Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh God, that's blood. Okay, in my defense. <laughs> Bro, people fucking die in this movie. Like, well, I don't know if you count vampires as people. 
Oh, Nazi people die. Empire hell spawns, but they get fucked up. That's actually why I don't have a kill count because like so much. There's a lot, but there's not a lot of the actual physical corn syrup. Like it's not a bloody movie by any means. It. I mean, it gets a little bit not really bloody, actually more violent. Yeah, there was a beheading, wasn't there? Oh, there's like a beheading, like splitting a head, blowing like a part of like a, a chunk of someone's head off. Someone getting like cut in half, which had a lot of corn syrup. Like it was pretty dope. Like it was actually really, really cool because you kind of like you're like shocked from it. You're like, whoa, what the fuck? That was actually like a good effect because this whole aesthetic is like very kind of like, you know, home movie 80s where it's like, you know, you're going to expect really corny looking villains and like generic kind of setups yeah what were you gonna say sorry oh, i know yeah. you were about to say something that's why i like kind of stopped no i'm just agreeing i would yeah. say the same thing like uh i don't think they skimped on any of that i will then the opening though the soldiers just kind of get like blasted apart but it's part of like i swear it was <laughs> intentional yeah because they're just like they flying fucking explode in like after effects like power ranger style yeah <laughs> Oh my god, that was great! I I just love when they when they go to like attack the citadel, and like you got fucking number one man, you got everyone fucking like all those zombies up, because he's got like his nunchucks. He fucking throws his nunchucks across the room to save uh, justice, and the fucking nunchuck gets lunged in the dude's eye, and then number one man just fucking combos the shit out of him, and like roundhouse kicks the nunchucks out from his head and like grabs it. Number one man, it was a. Uh... <laughs> I think he's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> they made him do the kung fu like dub voice the entire movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they all talk so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I, lo- I think number one man is such a standout character because of his ADR. Yeah, and the way they make him like, like his voice doesn't match him Sto- at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's the typical kung fu like, why, why would you do that? Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> I trained them. Of course, I know. Yeah, actually, like, is super- really funny. Super silly. I I thought it was really dope. I got strangely enough a lot of Mortal Kombat, like the older Mortal Kombat movie vibes towards okay. uh, the second half when they were just fucking shit up. Because all the like uh, stop motion animated like creatures looked a lot like it. I could see that. Um, that one monster was pretty cool that they did. Very a lot of stop motion in that. All stop motion. The um, what was he called? I can't even remember. He was like in. He was like the gladiator thing. Oh yeah, the champion. Yeah, the champion. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty cool. I got it's so weird. This movie's such a, a melting pot of all these different aesthetics because I it got really like, is. Doom aesthetics and everything because like just a hybrid like robot hell spawn hybrid like metal and flesh. Doom, I could see that, and it's like yeah, dark. Like Doom three, like on the, the original Xbox One, and kind of Star Warsy with that stuff. A little bit, yeah, definitely. Like with the blasters and stuff, and the lasers, like the rancor. The sounds effect or the sound effects of the lasers or like shooting bolts, it sounded like a lightsaber. I was like, wow, that's super corny, just sound effects. <laughs> and then the slap, they use the same exact slap effect. Whenever someone gets slapped in the face or punch, it would just be like, Whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> like, Whoosh. That, like, it, it's, this was 2011 though. It wasn't actually the 80s. So I really think that stuff was all intentional. Oh, definitely. Yeah. No. Cause it's like, honestly, when I, I was baffled, I'm like, there's no way 2011 looked like that. No. Because I remember seeing American Psycho for the first time, and I was fucking shocked when I found out it came out in, like, 2001. Because I thought that was such a later movie. Oh, really? Because it looked so good for its time, yeah. Like, I was well, you fucking mind blown. Watch, huh? like, the 4K version, the remaster. 
No, no, it was the original 2001 version. Oh, okay. Yeah, so because that's how I found out. I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I looked at like uh, bio and everything. It's like, yeah, the original 2001 showing. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like it, it just looked really clean and like timeless. Well, yeah, it's easier with movies that don't really have like effects necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, definitely. It's kind of like cheating. <laughs> um, I'll give you some tidbits. Yeah, if you want to, yeah, go ahead. I'm curious, actually, if, like, Steven recognizes this movie as, like, yeah, like, I own it, or if it's kind of like a redheaded stepchild to him, where it's like, uh, you know, I don't want to associate myself anymore with this. I've, I have no facts on that, <laughs> but I have a feeling they like this, because it really is, like, a them goofing around almost, and it's the start of, like, everything they do. Yeah. I think the craziest fact is that a lot of this film was shot in the garage of Steven Kostansky's house. You think that's crazy? That's my. I think that I think that's on point because oh, they no. obviously didn't have a studio. It makes sense. It's yeah. just crazy though. That's a big ass garage though, too. If you think about it, it's all. But when you really watch green screen, it makes sense. Yeah, it's all green screen. <laughs> <laughs> Which well, is still, little... you got to be have a lot of space because they're moving around a little bit. Like obviously, you can also edit too. There's a lot of heavy. Ironically enough, this is like one of his first films. And yet, there's a lot of like CGI editing, like digital effects in this. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you have to when you're doing like you have a to Coliseum and so stuff. like, yeah, old, um, like yeah, aesthetically. Yeah, like that whole Coliseum arena thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have these like big areas, like it's pretty much all CGI, all fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, just one guy played all the Kilborg troopers in the opening scene. <laughs> the city was made out of cardboard boxes and miniature lights purchased from a dollar store. <laughs> Damn, nice, bro. Saving up on that budget, dude. That's impressive. Various mm. clothes used for the wardrobe for several characters were bought at a value village store. Oh, shit. The fight between Manborg and the champion in the arena was the first scene shot with Manborg. Um, the Baron was more of a straightforward villain character in an earlier draft of the script. I'm glad they went for the goofball. Connor Sweeney came up with the haircut for justice. And Mina was supposed to be a little girl in an earlier draft of the script. Um, only six people play soldiers in the opening scene. And all of the swords in this movie were made out of wood. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? Oh my god, that's actually super impressive how it looked then. Like com- entirely comprised of wood? Yeah. They must Damn, it's like Manborg's well. like rocking a fucking katana, which looks really like it's just really like s- like not small but super thin. And like fucking Draculon's got that cool ass like demonic vampire sword. It's Damn, that's crazy. Awesome. All those facts are crazy when you take into account like mm-hmm. what they did like it's even lower budget. Like you're probably right about like the whatever two thousand dollars. Like mm-hmm. they're buying stuff from the dollar store to build a city out of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it works too. I mean, shit. It, like this is such in the film reel. It was what I was thinking of for like showing off like a showcase of your like accomplishments or just like your feats so far in the year. Like, oh, you're saying I do def- they include it in? Yeah, no, definitely. Like Manborg is up there for like, yeah, look what I can do with a small budget. Like literally dollar store materials. Yeah, like and look what full, he's done. Like, what was Psycho Goreman? Like, maybe, I think it was a million and a half, maybe. Yeah, 1.5 mil, I think so. Because it so, had a leprechaun budget, I believe. Yeah, so if you think, like, imagine. 
I don't know if you can still capture the same magic, but imagine if you gave the dude 10. This dude puts his heart and soul in it. Well, you know, if you gave him 10, he'd probably pay all of his actors and, like, on crew way more money. If anything, he would probably have, like, an actual soul dedicated budget of, like, one point, and probably, I'd say maybe $2.5 million on, like, actual, like, effects, uh, prosthetics or whatever you need to work on. But then I feel like, honestly, the rest he would just pay to his staff and, like, all the team members working with him. Well, it seems like he, for the most part, they'd use a pr- they use a consistent, like, few people that they are reoccurring as main people. Mm-hmm. But I want him to be doing massive movies, but at the same time, it's really cool just knowing, like, he's making these super cool, lower-budget, like, amazing practical effect movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be hipster about it and say it's just for us. <laughs> it is. It's for his fans, the true ones. Now, when you first saw that opening scene where you're just like, no, not like this. At first, I did. Now, that's a fucking transition, Jordan. No, not like this. Not like this. I see it. This is wrong. Nothing I can do. He's got to run his course now. Picking out plot holes in this would just be rude. And also just completely fucking like, I don't know, like, I can only, like, say this by, like, giving it an analogy of, like, yeah, ordering wheat toast and then picking out all of the grain. It's like, why why would you even attempt that? Just wrong movie, because, like, this movie is based around just quickly, like, because Justice, me and everyone hated Manborg. They were, like, number one man was like, we need him. And then immediately, like, after one scene, he's like... You're not you're not human. You're fucking stinky. You suck. And then he goes to fight the champion and like, oh my god, I hope he makes it out okay. He comes back, he's like, You're awesome. <laughs> you're the man. We're family. Let's go. They were becoming fucking fast and furious a little bit. But weren't they like at right after the champion though, they were still like at least the uh brother and sister team were still like, nah. And then Yeah. That he had to convince but him. But then Justice was like, like the brother was like, you know what, Manborg? He's like, oh shit, that's my boy, Manborg. Fuck yeah, dude. And he's like giving him thumbs up. Like after literally five minutes, which I was like, whoa. I was like, you know what, fuck it. That's that's dope. Let's go. Let's fucking send it. Whatever, you know? I did think uh, Matthew Kennedy, who played Manborg, did a pretty good job of the movements, the like robot. <laughs> yeah, see, because like- <laughs> I, I really personally liked the inconsistency though with like how he played manborg because he'd be really he'd be robocop esque right oh, in the movement. beginning and then sometimes you'd literally just hear him be like get the fuck down and he just fucking spraying his <laughs> arm like super fluid oh yeah he's definitely spraying bullets like manborg honestly he's he's got a fat cock for some <laughs> scenes, like when a uh, Doctor Scorpio is like kind of, or no, 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 not Doctor Scorpio. The Baron is like kind of trying to get trying to get into his head, put smoke in his head, like scare him a little bit. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna dissect you. You're nothing but a bitch." He's like, "Yeah, uh huh, all right." And like he's literally <laughs> saying that as Baron's talking to him, so he's like crossing over with the dude's lines, and it's just super fucking silly. Oh, that's amazing. He's like, "Yep, cool, all right." <laughs> That must be Being, the cyborg in him. Emotions. Yeah. That's the man in him, dude. <laughs> and, like, honestly, the design of Manborg, we didn't really even get to talk about it, actually. Like, it's super, like, Mortal Kombat, like, two or three, like, uh, actual cyborg ninja look. Because he has, like, the cool kind of, like, just 
sheet metal skirts and stuff like on like the crotch and the back and like he has like the shoulder plates and stuff but yeah, like like a belt i don't think yeah did you see any like tidbits for his actual costume and like how much that costed i didn't but i'm guessing it was along the same line it looked like i mean you could definitely see especially when i switched to the tv you could see like oh it's a belt with some things stuck on it like mm, you could like really wires see and everything just kind of covering the front chest yeah 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 so I really felt like it was all in the same line. Like nothing really stood out like, whoa, that's what they put it all into. But you know what's kind of cool though? Like honestly, because like at first glance, you would assume that, oh, Manborg's like entire like costume design, like, the whole character design, it just looks like a fucking piece of junk, right? Like just a whole bunch of random shit put on on a right. person to like pretend to be a cyborg. But it's super consistent, though. Like, it, like honestly, the attention to detail alone for, like, making sure all the wires are actually bundled in the right spots and, like, his armor just looks, like, the same plated. Like, it's actually really good, like, continuity for Steven because it's such a messy design to kind of keep it looking consistent. Like, it's not, like, the cords are all the way over his shoulder or, like, all the way on his stomach. Like, it's all, like, generally the same place. Do you and, think like, they've shot that many days, though? I mean, still, if you think about it, like, maybe, I like, say, for example, like, five is, like, a reasonable amount of days for shooting as Manborg, right? Right. So, like, five days, like, that's, and taking it on, taking it off, like, makeup and everything, because you gotta think, it was probably a really small crew. So, Steven was probably doing, because he obviously was directing it, right? Right. He was also doing, like, makeup design for everyone, making sure they're all good, like, continuity checks. So, like... And also, I mean, Jeremy Gillespie is also the same way. But that, like, it's still cool how consistent Manborg is. Because when I first saw him, like, that's kind of a. I don't know if I like the design. Maybe I'd have like to re-see it to be honest. To be. What's oh, up? I guess there is more to it than I thought. Yeah, uh, he's got all the gadgets. He's got like fucking detective gadget shit, like a fucking shoulder or an elbow rocket. Oh yeah. And, like, his arm just transforms into, like, a fucking machine gun flashlight, literally. He's just, like, RoboCop and Inspector Gadget. I don't know why I said Detective Gadget. I do like the uh, poster, which you can see him on. The, it's uh, dope as fuck. The it looks like a amazing. really cool, like, uh, N64 video game. Yeah, the poster is awesome. I really want to know who illustrated that poster. I think I have an idea, but I'm going to save it to the next one. Oh shit! Yeah, I think okay, I got him. Over and out, man. Um, anything else about? I mean, oh, we should probably talk about the ending. I'll let you do that one because you, I think oh. you're better. Well, uh, dude, the fucking ending is uh, Biocop, technically. Well, when I get into Manborg's ending, that's I such a shame, that. Jordan. You didn't watch it. Good thing is I own it, so I'm gonna have to rewatch yeah. it because, like, I've wanted to see Biocop, so like, that kind of works out. It better be on there. It is. It should be. It really should be because there's like <laughs> there's three different credit sequences. Because there's one for Manborg, then there's one for Biocop, and then there's a third one for like I think just generally recapping of uh, Manborg and Biocop combined. So the movie's like forty five minutes. <laughs> about like like I'd say like fifty five. Yeah. Okay. And then Biocop is about like ten minutes or five minutes. Really? Wow. Yeah, but it, it's so fucking funny. It's really fucking funny. And this movie is funny, too, for sure. Yeah, oh, dude, a lot of the bits towards the end were super fucking hilarious. Like, there's no heaven? What? <laughs> there's no, and he's just saying that kind of, like, what, what, there's no heaven? Is he just slowly dying? He gave away his fucking heart serum to yeah, Nina. That was a great one. That was, and, like, 
just number one man fighting uh, the Baron, how they have a backstory. Because he took the Baron's eyes. Oh, that's right. And you get to see it, and you see the Baron have, like, a fucking Power Rangers transformation where he gets, like, spikes on his, like, knuckles, spikes on his shoulder. He just gets buffer. Uh, Yeah, I do recall. Yeah. So the ending's pretty fucking crazy. And then, like, I honestly do, like, uh, when Manborg's just, like, literally fucking shit up with his fucking machine gun hand, just blowing motherfuckers apart. And, like, you see really good practical effects, though, too. Like, heads exploding and, like, chunks actually, like, being blasted off, like of uh people when they're doing the like the one guy uh i don't think we got the name for the one body actor for all of the killborgs oh I no i didn't it, get his name yeah i think his name was brian uh, edward roach john titley or no he was a killborg cop brian edward roach was all the world war ii killborgs okay yeah which are pretty much all of the main so yeah uh <gasps> oh shit what? Bro, what? What? Don't be doing oh your research now. Oh my god, dude. Okay, no. So Jordan, this is really only kind of for me. But the guy that actually like VA, like voice acts, uh number one man is yeah. Kyle Hebert. Yeah. You know who that is? Is he like uh, is that Vegeta? No, that's Gohan. Gohan? <laughs> I was just because I clicked Dude, on he's it. He's <laughs> in fucking everything, though. He's in Persona, Frieza. Naruto, Dragon Ball. Naruto? Naruto. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Wait. He fucking... I think... Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Actually, hang on a second. Uh-oh. Dude, because, Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm going to go on a fucking rabbit hole because I'm pretty sure he... Vo- oh, no. There's so many Naruto characters. Dude, I'm not going to be able to find who he voice acts, but I know he voice acts a couple of people, but that's fucking crazy. No, wh- like the voice and sounded Boruto. really familiar, <laughs> but I didn't know what to put it on until, honestly, I saw he played Pokemon uh, Masters. Gohan. That's dope as fuck, One actually. One Punch Man? Sorry, I, I just stumbled upon that. What? Dead or Alive 6? I didn't even know they were still making Dead or Alive. That's from 2019. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dead or Alive. That's a... Dude, this guy, his voice acted in everything. He's also uh, in a couple of Power Rangers. I didn't even give you the uh, video game reference. You didn't, dude. Well, I, made not, you well, find I have it. the fucking man right here, dude. It's kind of a dead giveaway, though, because there's only like two or three people with IMDb pictures, and he's one of them, and he's at the very <laughs> bottom for just like the voice. Yeah. I mean, he's Number done one, actually everything animated ever. Yeah. Ludwig, uh, Ludwig Lee... He was pretty cool. I I don't know why. He looks like he definitely uh would be in a lot of movies. Like I don't know, he just has that kind of like I guess natural like animated animated vibe to him, like how he just kind of acted super cheesy. But he is in uh Laser Ghosts 2 from 2008, which I don't even know what that is, but whoa. Laser Ghosts 2. Oh, it's a short film. Yeah, 9 minutes long. Yeah, but to go off with the ending. Yeah, I mean I'm pretty sure, uh, I don't, and I really don't know, but from the three Stephen Kostansky movies that we've seen, well, you've seen four, but for me, three, it's like most of them end off in sword fights. <laughs> That's kind of the thing. That I mean, it's super 80s and like cool. So yeah, when fucking Manborg sword fighting fucking uh, Draculon... That was pretty cool. It's just so it's just so much fucking effects, so many explosions and Power Ranger sparks. Like it's almost blinding. Yeah. But it's like 
<laughs> you just get <laughs> the what what's Manborg's actor again? I forgot. It's like Michael, right? Oh, um, I forgot it already. Gosh, I feel so bad. But he he's uh, like Matthew just Kennedy. yelling like huh? Matthew Kennedy. Yeah, Matthew Kennedy. Who is so actually he's uh, he's a part of Astron Six as well. Yeah, no, he looks so familiar to me. Just, he just looks like he has such a face to him. I don't know what. Yeah, it he is. does. He really does. Yeah, but well, he, he's just yelling like ah, ah <laughs> going fucking like a hunt, like two hundred on him, just fucking battling Dracula to death. He really wanted to avenge his brother, man. Yeah, that's in the he writing, was, though. He was so immersed, seriously, like full knee deep, crazy, super respectable. Well, you ready to send it back to whatever hell it come from? Bro, we already sent Dracula back, but let's do it again. Can't you stop this? Can't you call it off? Nothing can call it off. But I'm going to send it back to whatever hell it come from. So this one has IMD, IMDB excuse me, rating is 5.6. <laughs> which is what impressive but that, whoa i mean consider probably three people rated it i would assume but that he's got a, so oh no two two point seven thousand. i mean he does have a uh i would assume a pretty dedicated following Fan especially base. people yeah. like us who are going back in time true yeah that's so fucking crazy 5.6 jesus yeah well i feel like it could be a little biased just because if you're going back mm-hmm. to watch manborg I don't think you stumble across it. Like you're trying to find Stephen Kostansky movies and you're like, mm-hmm. this is yeah, awesome. True. And you're rating it pretty decent. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes audience has it at a 57%, which That's is still great. really good. 250 reviews. And wow. critics got it at 88%. <laughs> um, there's only eight reviews. So what the fuck that dude? That's so crazy though. Like that means like nine Rotten Tomatoes critics saw it. Eight of them were like, yeah, Fuck yeah, dude. I'm down. Because you want to know why they saw Biocop at the end, unlike you, dude. I mean, you can't judge it based off of like, man, this <laughs> low-budget bullshit. Like, you can't... You have to like, mm-hmm. come in and judge it at the level or like what it's trying to be, so... I still definitely feel like this is a really, really... This, honestly, I would not be surprised if this shot up Steven Kostansky's name for just like what he can do with a budget. I don't know. I mean... Yeah, I guess to the right people who are trying to fund, you know, to the right low-budget yeah. horror people who are, mm-hmm. who are trying to fund stuff, yeah. Yeah, like those looking for indie, like, creators to be like, yeah, let, let me see what you can do. And it's like, you did that, like, all in your own funding? It's like, all right, let me give you a little bit of funding. Yeah, with stuff from the dollar store? Yeah, it's like, shit, dude. Like, you're cheap and you're talented. Like, fuck. Thank you. Like, please join me. But uh, uh, what what are you rating it? No, no, I'm asking you first. What are you oh, rating it? Because you always shit. throw it trying back to, get to me. A fucking, trying to get a fucking little. Oh, maybe maybe I could just go like one lower, so I'm not like an asshole. No, uh, no, I'll put movie, it on you. You know, I think as a creation of Stephen Kostansky, it's. A, I feel like it feels like such an important movie. Probably, it really does kind of feel like one of his first super independent him and jeremy just making something they want to make and they're just taking advantage of their inability to have something uh incredibly you know good looking so they're like fuck it we're gonna ride that aesthetic of super cheesy 
home film. It's such a self-aware and silly movie, goofy. Um, if you kind of go into that movie not expecting that, it's not going to be good at all. Like to be fair, it's you're watching it for the comedy, and that's pretty much it. And just because it's something that Stephen Kostansky is making that you just want to see his like creativity for like character design and just practical effects and animation. It's just really cool because it feels like you're going in a time machine a little bit. And obviously, you know, you can do that now. But I feel like during its time when it first came out, I don't know. I mean, all those reviews you were seeing, Jordan, were they from 2011 or like more so like 2018, 16? I didn't go on the deep dive of when the reviews were. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, I think that makes a difference, though, too, depending on when you see it. Because like if you're a Stephen Kostansky fan... Like, if you really like his work and then you go back to see it, it's definitely like a time capsule film. Like, oh, shit. Like, But what are you rating it? Yeah. <laughs> so after spitting enough, yeah, I, I think, honestly, this movie to me, I think is about like a like a solid five. Um, <laughs> I like how you looked at me for a reaction. Yeah. Though I was actually, I, I don't even have you up on my main monitor. What the fuck? Sorry. Dude? I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to learn the hard way. You're breaking the no, immersion, man. I'm giving it a five because honestly, I'll be real here. Like, four no. points, four points out of the five are honestly just, it's very Sucking interesting to see Stephen, Stephen Kostansky's work from back in the day. Like, it's just such a cool time capsule kind of piece. And it's like, it's almost something that is just very intriguing and like super admirable, very cute that it's like, this is so like, it, it's such a weird feeling, like a weird sensation. It's probably only to me personally where it's like almost a little bit heartwarming. It's like, oh dude, like this is like your early work and it's like super humble and like just nice to see you now and then to see you <laughs> back then. You know what I mean? Like it's super, I know like, it's like his glow up. Yeah. yeah. It's just dope to like see back before he was ever really known, probably, back when he had such a smaller cult following, before he got all those really strong, great independent projects like The Void, Psycho Gorman, even The Editor and probably Father's Day, which I think, did Father's Day come up before this? It's or right like around after? the same time. Around the same time? Actually, we know. I think that came out literally in 2011. But Father's so is Manborg. Yeah, same as Manborg. So yeah, no, but it's just super... And the four points are just purely to Stephen Kostansky. And if you're a fan of him, yeah, it's definitely worth the four points. The one point comes in, it su- just super goofy. You know, balls to the walls. Like, you know, there's a lot of references, I feel like, they do. Like, a lot of parody. Like, 80s, like, cartoon. Like, Kung Fu Master, 80 Yard by fucking Kyle Hibbert. Just crazy shit. Uh, all in all, though, yeah, like a like a very mid movie for me, and only because I have Stephen Kostansky as like a reference point. Like, if you stumble upon this and you don't know who the fuck that guy is, and you watch this movie, you'll probably think this is the worst movie you've ever seen. I don't think you'll be able to finish it if you just stumble on it. To be honest, yeah, no. If you don't go out of your way looking for it, I definitely could see you like coming in with the completely wrong mindset, bro. You're gonna be like a hardcore Halloween fan going into Halloween's kill or Halloween kills. <laughs> and you're gonna have a fucking awful time. That's true. I, I, I started to, and then it changed my mind. I like how you always bring it back to Halloween Kills, though. I lo- <laughs> because that movie fucking made such an impact to me, dude. It was gr- <laughs> like we. It's just inspired me, Jordan. Like we need to go to like so many more opening nights because I never did that because I was such a. Well, I am a coward going out in public places. What the fuck? 
Yeah, just in like movies. I don't know. It's weird, especially by yourself. But however, Halloween Kills, seeing the crowd reaction, even Scream Five is fucking great, dude. Oh, it's what, like a, a what would I rate Manborg? Uh, probably I would give. Oh it- yeah, shit, we're talking about Manborg, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead, with give, you. give it a three. And the only reason uh, I'm sure you've noticed, I'm pretty pretty brief on this episode, but because I'm just trying to, just like the movie, I'm trying to power through. Oh, dog. Like, what are you rating it? What did you rate it? I'm sorry, I talked over you. I'll give it a three. Oh my god, dude! Fuck Come off. On, let's be three. real. Yeah, and that's with love, man. It's really, and that's generous. I mean, it's hard to get through. It really is. Not that I don't not like it, and I respect it. Is. It. it is hard. I really respect it. Straight up respect the hell out of it, what they did. It's impressive. But if I got to look at it as what it is, it is rough. Like, it's just like a running joke. Like, you kind of get, like, it could easily be a half hour. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I don't know how to I'll be real. I technically rated it lower than you because I gave the four points <laughs> just from Stephen Kostansky. I gave this technically no, one as a movie you gave, alone. You but. love Stephen Kostansky. That's cool. And I do mm-hmm. too. But I just gotta, I just love seeing his work. And it's like if I have to trudge through this movie to kind of see the really cool like animated like clay models and stuff that he like handcrafted probably and then spent hours stop motion animation like that's cool that's why i give it the points it's just too much for how long like it's too much (laughs) it's it's not really a movie it's just like a really funny long didn't stay for fucking biocop it was fucking oh that i'm gonna watch because that's how long this movie should have been and i would have probably been blown away (laughs) it's they tried to go the distance with it it's a little too long I will never watch it again, but I do respect it. And like and I think people should try to watch it. Even if you only finish half of it, you're like, holy shit, like it's uh it's fun. But it's just like it's so much I don't know how to describe it. It's like a mu- it's like a music video or like heavy metal or something, and it's just like you can't do so long of it. It's hard. With me personally, maybe other people can. Um uh, but yeah. And that's that's a three with love though. Yeah, man, <laughs> sure, dude. But you really- is it making it in the House of a Thousand Horrors, Jordan? <sighs> that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, I'll say no as well. You know, it just is what out it of is. love. Out of love, with love, we come with love. Yes, we we come with a lot of love. <laughs> I come with so much love. Some it's more crazy. than others, you know. Yeah, I come love. No. <laughs> Too Ruined much. it. All Ruined right. Ruined it, dude. Well, it's not making it in, but we powered through. Thank you for that, Riley. I was really cursing you, and then I was like, wait, this movie's great. And then, like, fuck it. Like, I went through emotions <laughs> on this one. It was an emotional. It was a roller coaster, dude. It really was. Uh, would you say, though, that, uh, candy? Oh, no, 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 no. Not candy corn. Uh, fuck. What powers in the blood? What was that movie? Oh, pumpkin shit. hollow screen. Oh no, hollow screen. Uh, Hack o' lantern. Hack o' lantern. Yeah, yeah. Would you say that Hack o' lantern was? See, I'm. I think it's just difference in low budget. Like you probably like the sci-fi low budget a little bit more than me. I like. I kind of like Hack o' lantern just because of it's trying to be real a little bit. Yeah, it for sure, for sure, trying to be mm-hmm. real, and it's like slower paced. I think this yeah. one was just so much like, like. Just fucking, 
You can't see my arm movements, but it's just fucking blasting. He's fucking throwing them out right now, guys. It's insane. Yeah, it's just heavy metal in your face for an hour, <laughs> like... And it's, it's like a, it's a Rob Zombie music video. Real, there you go. That's what it is. <laughs> that's a perfect visual. Yeah, there. just look up Dragula. That's for an hour. Yeah, for an, for an hour and ten minutes. But also mix in like synth, Bio-Cop. kung fu, like no, Biocop. I still need to see, and then maybe dude, you three. need to. I can't believe that, dude. I was so excited to talk to you about that too. That sucks. I really screwed the pooch. But we should announce our next one. But even before that, double crossed you. Where can the people find us, Riley? I know you're looking right now because you already forgot. No, I didn't, dude. I'm looking at my fucking notes right now. Not for that, though, dude. I was looking because I was like, dude, you're going off script. But, guys, if you want to check out our Twitter, it's pretty funny. Our Twitter and Instagram handle are at House of 1K Horror. Nope. No. <laughs> one- <laughs> Fuck. Damn this it. This is amazing. House 1K Horrors. And our email? Oh, that's easy, bro. I got I got that fucking down pat. House of the number one thousand horrors at gmail.com. Nice. And if you could leave us a five star review, that'd be cool. Or a funny one star review. Funny. Make it funny. Don't be a twat. And uh I guess I'll announce our next one. I'm very excited about. We are stuck on the Astron Six Boys. We're going with the editor from Which two thousand 14 or 19 no no it's newer than that it's either 2018 or 2019 no dude i think it's 2014 but you're wrong dude are you sure though what if i look it up right now and embarrass you in front of everybody or if i embarrass myself please do stand by for riley's embarrassment three two one why do you type 2014 really 2014 horror mystery yeah are you sure am i looking at the wrong one you gotta be am i you gotta be, dude. It's newer. Hang than on that. a minute. Is this is this what it <laughs> looks like? Is this what it looks like? Yeah, that's 2014. No way. But it's it's weird though because it says directed by Adam Brooks and Matthew Kennedy. No, it is. That's what. That's why I've been waiting, holding off on correcting you because I'm like, it's not directed by Stephen Kostansky, uh, but it's still an Astron Six movie. It's by Adam Brooks. The dude that was in this movie, um, yeah, yeah, he's played the, um, the dad. Oh in yeah, the, the dad. Wow. And Matthew yeah, Kennedy. Fourteen. That's fucking embarrassing. Don't try to fucking move that away, dude. That's crazy though. It doesn't say twenty fourteen on See, my. You just got Amer- You just got fucking American Psycho, dude. It actually kind of blows my mind then that this. Is 20- yep. You got American Psycho, bro. Welcome to the fucking club, dude. Whoa, I somehow like it more. That's crazy. <laughs> I somehow like this garbage movie even more now. Impossible. How dare you? I, oh, and I'll throw this out there. Manborg, you'll be seeing him again. Um, What the fuck? I haven't seen it. Oh, shit. All right. I'll leave it. Eli. Dude, <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Like, if he act, if he physically walks on screen, I'm like, done. not the I'm actor, done. but Manborg, that'd be funny. I would I would give that. No, seriously, Jordan, I'm saying it right now. For this pod and for everyone listening right now, dude, I would give the editor a fucking immediate nine no matter how much i fucking hate the beginning middle and wherever if manborg literally walks through a physical cameo not the actor can not I just give, the actor i'm not gonna give a spoiler but can i give what the influence of this movie is like you know a psycho gorman is like this yeah no, Power I Rangers. to be fair i'm kind of i'm like halfway because it's like do i want to expect something or do i don't I think you'll even blind? know what it is that's why i'm so curious if you watch it and if cc's gonna watch it i really don't even think you know the influence so maybe i shouldn't even say it 
Yeah, don't don't say the okay. influence and let me try to get back to you on the pod and tell you. All right, maybe you shouldn't even look it up then before you do it. Oh no, I'm not. No. Okay. Well, I'm I'm just literally just playing the movie. Like that's kind of how I do things. I go on YouTube, I type okay. in the movie title, and then I immediately just fucking close my eyes until I see the rent slash buy, and I'll just click that blue button. I'm like, all right, dude, fuck, watch Hell it. Hell yeah, that's no good. Trailers. I'm glad we're both on the same wavelength because I wouldn't want to be doing this with someone who like looked up the entire thing beforehand. It was like. Oh, I already know what it is going in. No, it's it's about no. the the thrill. Yeah, that's honestly though. To be fair, I wonder if that that's what inflates my uh, scores a little bit. It's like because I'm kind of going off of my first impressions. Yeah, man, I don't even agree with my reviews right after I do them. Like Psycho Gorman, <laughs> sure, yeah. I did like Psycho Gor- Psycho Gorman. Yeah, I said maybe that it should have been in the House of a Thousand Horrors, dude. I don't know. It's outside hey, starving man. right now. It's I a told- stray cat. And this is a little inside baseball. I even told you off the pod, man. Take it up with the Court of Appeals, man. That's not my job anymore. <laughs> After we've ruled, it's it's no longer in this office. It's moved on to right. the Court of Appeals. Take it up with them. Hope you got a good lawyer, though. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I'm going to pour millions. I want to get my boy back in the house. Well, on that note, I'm super stoked for the editor. Yeah, and you're super fucking wrong. It was 2014. <laughs> you absolute fucking buffoon. I got certified clown activity. Well, who on. does the editing, dude? You think that's going to make the cut? <laughs> good luck, dude. <sighs> you fuck. You better have a good <laughs> a good lawyer for that one, too. A good editor. Whoa. You already said that. Why you... Well, I said good lawyer. But you said you better have a good editor. You better have a good lawyer. Oh, good editor. Well, accidentally... It was a slip. I meant to say lawyer. And then mm, I kind of said But then you realized how good it was after and then you said I was like, lawyer. say it again, dude. That's wow, good, dude. That's a good joke. But this is all getting cut out, so we can just keep going. It doesn't matter. You're doing a bit. Oh, bring it back. Yo, there you go, man. We got to keep it alive. You didn't even do it once today. I know. Well, I'm saving it. CeCe's coming back. It's fucking... That is true. That's gold. Yeah, edit all this out, by the way. This is not making oh, a Oh, of course. This is inside right Recording. Like all good bits, dude. Don't fucking ruin it. Don't keep like all good bits. People just don't listen. Don't just keep saying it over and over. You gotta save it for those sweet spots. <laughs> you know when it's like, damn, you got him. I got. I wanted to hit me so like a truck. Many bits though. Hit him with the bit truck, not like the bit pebble, dude. Not the fucking just the horde of mopeds. That's a good. That. That's this is a good comedy advice. Maybe I should leave this in for people. More so, just me. I'm gonna start a school. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Comedy school. All right. I mean, make me laugh. The amount of free information I've given you is invaluable. You're lucky. That would cost people thousands. All right. Well, until next time. <laughs> See, I got you, dude. I made you laugh. <laughs> yeah. That'll be $5,000. Well, until next time, fucking frantically pauses. Oh, man.